So we're holding by Parakidal and Pasuk Memhei. We learned previously that Shaul tried to ask the Urim whether he should pursue the Plishtim. The Urim was silent. Based on the silence of the Urim Shaul implied and inferred from the fact that, the, uh, that someone had done uh, Avera. He cast lots to determine who it was, and the lots fell on Yonason. Yonason admits to Shaul that he tasted some honey, despite the fact that there was a Shvua imposed on Kal Yisrael. And so Shaul, uh, Yonason says he's prepared to die, and Shaul pronounces a verdict of Misa on Yonason. So immediately after that, so Vayomer Amel Shaul, the people said to Shaul, HaYonason Yamas, should Yonason be put to death? That's not right. But he's the one that's solely responsible for this great salvation that came to Kal Yisrael. Chalila, it's uh, sacrilegious. Chai Hashem. We swear by the life of Hashem, that not even one hair on his head should be harmed, should fall to the ground. In other words, no harm should come to Yonason. Why? He acted with L'Shem Shemayim. He acted uh, uh, for Hashem's sake today. So the people effectively redeemed Yonason, and he, was, and he did not die. Shal relented and did not put Yonason to death. Now, according to a couple of Mepharshim, uh, the Medrash Shmuel and the Pirkei Rebelezer, they actually gave something physical. Either they gave his weight in gold, according to the Medrash Shmuel, or they brought a carbon oil to be paid to him, according to the Pirkei Rebelezer. But most of the other Mepharshim learn that Vayiftu Amis Yonasan means that they redeemed Yonasan by arguing, by advocating on his behalf. What were they advocating? What were, the, what were their arguments? So the Targum says that the people argued that Shaul only acted B'Shoigig. He wasn't aware of the... Shvua, and therefore when he ate, it was a shaygeg, and therefore he, didn't des- he doesn't deserve to be put to death. So why are they mentioning, if that's the case, then why are they mentioning the fact that he was responsible for the Yeshua? Just say, Yonasan acted b'shaygeg, let him off the hook. What does the fact that he was responsible for the Yeshua have to do with the fact that he, uh, he sinned b'shaygeg? So a couple of shatim on that, the Radak says in the name of his father, that the people were saying to Shaul that we have to argue we have to advocate for Yonason. Why? Because Yonason put his life on the line to save us by attacking the Plishtim first. So he put his life on the line for us. Now we have to turn around and sort of sacrifice for him, put, a, put, put and stand up for him and show him and try to get him off the hook to return the favor that he did for us. Matsuda says another shot is that the people are saying that it's unimaginable that someone who would put his life on the line by attacking the Plishtim would then go and sin b'mezid. So they're saying it's a raya from the fact that he brought about the Yeshua. The Klai Yisrael shows that he is a good person and therefore if he sinned, it had to have been b'shoigig. The Ramban says that uh, based on the concept of Makagal and Tzchoseide Zakai, that good things, Hashem brings about good things through righteous people, that uh, the Ramban says the fact that they're saying that from the fact that Hashem brought about the Yeshua through Yonason shows that he's a Zakai, shows that he's a good person, he's a righteous person, and therefore that's again a raya that Yonason sinned B'Shoigek. Rashi says a different shot. Rashi says that the people got uh, Yonason... Um, acquitted or, or um, off the hook, they, they annulled Shoal's Shvua based on a, using a concept called Pesach Harata, where you look for an uh, uh, element of regret that the person who made the Shvua has, and in that way you annul it retroactively. And that's what they did. Klai Yisrael did that. 
they used the Pesach Harata to annul Shal Shvua, and that's how they were Paideh Yoinasan. The Ramban, if you'll recall, said originally that it wasn't a Shvua, but rather was a Cherem. And he brought a Raya from a Pasuk that a Bezdin or a Melech has the ability to pronounce a Cherem that is that's that's chal on the entire Klai Yisrael. So the Ramban says that the same Melech and Sanhedrin that imposed the Cherem doesn't need a Pesach Harata. They could simply annul the Cherem retroactively whenever they want. And that's what that's what happened here. When the people advocated for Yonason, so Shaul turned around and he annulled the Cherem himself. The Medrash says that the people argued for Yonason. They said he only ate honey. Shaul's intent was Lechem, was eating, uh, was eating real food. And Yonason ate only honey. So therefore, um, he's not Chayev because he wasn't over the spirit of the law. The spirit of, of what Shaul said was that you're not allowed to have a meal. You're not allowed to eat real food. But to taste a little bit of honey was not violating the spirit of the Shvua. And for that reason, Yonason should not be put to death. Now, the question is, so if Yonason, and again, most of these Mepharshim are learning that Yonason really did not do something B'mezid, it was B'shoigig. So if that's the case, so why didn't Urim Vatumim answer him? Right? Why is Urim Vatumim silent? It seems like Yonason didn't really do anything wrong. So the Rabak says that Yonason did do two things wrong. Number one is that he spoke disrespectfully about his father. If you recall, when the, he was told that his father put a shvua, he questioned his father publicly in front of the soldiers. The Rabak says that that was not appropriate. And second of all, he saw that no one else around him was eating. He should have questioned why no one else was eating. And instead of just eating himself without finding out why no one else was, was partaking. Um, and, and the Malbim adds that after Shaul, after Yonason realized that he was over the Shvua, he should have gone and asked Mechila from his father to have his father annul the Shvua, but he didn't do that, and that's what he did wrong. Um, the um, Barbanel says a, a different shot. He says that the reason that the Urban did not answer Shaul had nothing to do with Yonason. It was a punishment for Shaul dis, uh, um, disrespecting and not following the rules of Shmuel by Gilgal when he went and brought the Karbonus before Shmuel came. That was the punishment. That was why the Urban did not answer Shaul. It had nothing to do with Yonason. So Pasuk Memvav tells us that Shaul withdraws, withdraws his attack on the Plishtim. So Vayal Shaul me'achri ha-Plishtim. Shaul withdrew from pursuing the Plishtim. U'Plishtim ha'chulim kaimam, and the Plishtim retreated back to their homes. Shaul does not continue to pursue the Plishtim, says the Radak, because now that he didn't have the approval of the Urm Vitormim, he feared that, he, that Kali Yisrael did not deserve a victory, and that if he would pursue the Plishtim, he would lose, even though Yonason was found innocent. But he was worried, says the Radak, that there might be some other reason that he was, that Chayisol was not deserving of defeating the Plishtim. Redak says another shot is that during this time that Shaul was casting the lots, the Plishtim withdrew and were able to set themselves up with a proper defensive position, and so Shaul no longer had the advantage uh, um, that he had previously uh, running after the Plishtim. And the Abarbanel, consistent with his shot that the Urm Vitumim didn't answer Shaul because Shaul's failure at Gilgal. So the Abarbanel says that Shaul suspected that he was the one that was responsible for the, um, for the Urm Vitumim not answering. And therefore, based on that, he was concerned also that, that might, his failure at Gilgal might cost the Yidin their ability to defeat the Plishtim. And so therefore, Shaul withdraws the attack. And this is pretty much the end of the Misa. The rest of the Perak now will sort of circle back and talk about Shaul's Malucha um, uh, from, a macro, um, uh, from a macro scale.